Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Uh, welcome. It is uh, Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. Josh Schmidt, the man who makes the magic uh, behind the scenes. And we have a severe case of burr coming up uh, in the weather. And joining us right now, uh, meteorologist extraordinaire Andy Parker. Andy, right now we're looking at 35 degrees. Tell us when things, I'd say go south, but I think they're going to go north. Yeah, that's the way to put it. This is definitely a shot of cold Canadian air coming right from the core of the polar regions, and it's just falling, if you will, around the globe. And we can watch this as it continues to bring a polar or Arctic front. Right now, it has just crossed Lake Huron. It's about an hour outside of Toronto, and then it will be arriving in western New York, first slamming into the shoreline of Lake Ontario in Niagara County. So that means uh, Wilson, Olcott, Niagara-on-the-Lake, Fort Niagara. Then it blows through Ransomville, Wheatfield, Niagara Falls, eventually arriving in the city of Buffalo. So the north towns, if you're up there along the shoreline of Lake Ontario, you're going to feel the effects of this maybe around 5.30, and it'll continue for about a three-hour window. So 5.30 to 8.30. Then... Is that, wait, is that tonight or is that tomorrow? That's tonight. This oh. Is tonight. It's, yeah, it's coming, and, uh, and it's going to be an abrupt change because we're getting three things. These winds are going to pick up, and we're going to get a burst of snow. So you're going to get snow and wind swirling around at the time the sun goes down. So you're going to have reduced visibilities, tough to drive, and then we're in for this flash freeze because, as you just mentioned, we're up in the 30s. We're above 32. Things have thawed out. Everything is melting from the sun that we got today. And so anything that's wet is quickly going to go to ice. And that's what we've got coming our way. So it's about, uh, we'll call it between 5.30 and 7 o'clock for the onset in Niagara County, between around 6 and 7 p.m. for the city of Buffalo and off towards Rochester. And then for the southern tier, it's going to be between around 7 and 10 p.m. for this to make it all the way down to Wellsville. 
My goodness. Uh, meteorologist Andy Parker is with us on News Radio 930 WBEN. So if you're in Alcott or Wilson or somewhere along Lake Ontario, you've got about uh, 18 more minutes of relative warmth before this Arctic front rolls in. So when you talk about snow and maybe blowing snow and hazardous road conditions, obviously a lot of us think back to what happened uh, December 23rd through 25th. Yeah, this is not going to have the same pedigree. Is this a burst of snow and wind combo? Absolutely. But it's not going to have that uh, driving intensity of a lake snow band. This is going to move rather quickly from north to south. So there's going to be a period of time where you're going to look out the window and you're not going to have good visibility. There will be whiteout conditions at times with this burst of snow. But it's called a burst of snow, not a lake effect band, because it's only a short period of time, maybe about an hour of very adverse conditions. And then directly behind it, you'll still have some blowing snow, but the snow will uh, be done falling from that burst as it continues to push all the way down to Pennsylvania. So once the Arctic cold moves in, how long would we have before we can expect to see the bursts of snow? Uh, well, it's first you get the burst of snow, then the Arctic air comes in. It's kind of the leading edge of it, running right out in front. And then once that hits, then you're going to go quickly from the 30s to the 20s to the teens, and we're into the single digits by tomorrow morning. And the wind is going to keep going, Tom. That's going to be the real problem, is that you're going to have these wind chills that are down around minus 15. You've already got the Buffalo Public Schools shuttering classes for tomorrow. You've got a lot of other suburban uh, school districts that are kind of waiting in the wings. Their number is usually minus 20 to minus 25 before they will call it a cold day. And we're going to be right now b aiming below that threshold. So I think a lot of them are going to wait until early tomorrow morning to make that call. Is it safe to say, without mentioning any districts and getting you in trouble, that you've been in consultation with some of these school superintendents today? I have, and, uh, and it's that same number. They all come back to that minus 20, minus 25 range is kind of the number that they use as a litmus test to say, all right, we're going to close down. And it's not because of the school buses. It's more the districts that have a lot of kids who walk. And uh, if the visibility isn't bad, if it's just a cold day, if you have a lot of walkers and they have to go about, you know, 20-minute walk out in that weather, that's when they generally uh, will put the – put the closing sign up no oh, nobody ever thought of that back in the 70s when we were walking a mile and a quarter to ben franklin junior high school they couldn't have cared less uh it is the cold day quote unquote cold day i think is something that is more recent um i don't remember ever having one of those myself and we lived through a, a lot of cold weather uh, but i think there again it's looking at this it's a one-day event it's on a Friday. There's a lot of factors that go into it. A lot of the, the snow days that we had earlier in the year actually get washed away uh, because it was in a, a state of emergency. So they right. technically don't count against the school year. So there's a lot of snow day math that goes into this by the administrators as well. Hey, uh, Andy, you know it was a lot of fun? Was walking the mile and a quarter to school with minus 15 degree and worse wind chills and then having first period naked swimming. That was always fun. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That, that is a while back. Um, I heard stories of that at, uh, at my middle school and high school 
But by the time we got there, we were de- we were suited up. Yeah, well, uh, it, we've, we've talked about that on this program uh, a number of times, and some of the younger people could not believe uh, that we had to swim naked in uh, middle school and in, uh, in high school. Today, that just sounds so wrong. And to some of us, even back then, it seemed a little bit on the creepy side. I'm not going to lie. Okay, so this is going to be quickly changing gears. This is going to be a quick event. When do things become civilized again? All right, it happens as fast as Saturday afternoon. We're back to the 20s, and we're not going to have as much of a wind with it as well. So you're going to wake up Saturday morning. The coldest temperatures we've seen in western New York in about four or five years will be below zero, and you'll have wind chills at around minus 20. And then the temperatures are going to start to go up, and we'll find daytime temperatures at around 20, 27 degrees, which for February, that's par for the course. And then they're going to keep going. The second half of the weekend, Tom, we're going to get around 38, 40 degrees, and it changes to rain ah. on Sunday. We've got, we've got rain coming. So this is a quick cold shot, but it's that burst of snow, that combo of wind and snow that's going to create some tricky conditions for people tonight. So uh, you've been mentioning the wind chill uh, and, and blowing snow. What, uh, what kind of wind velocity are we going to see? Uh, We'll have wind gusts up to around 40 miles an hour. Sustained winds are going to be in that 20 to 25 mile an hour range. So it has picked up as I'm watching out the weather window now. Just in the last few minutes, we've seen some pretty good gusts of wind come in. This is when you're going to find those peak wind gusts between now and the arrival of that front. And uh, and that's when you're going to see the the bigger gusts. And then on Saturday, those wind gusts uh, drop down as we start to warm things up back into the 20s. Hey, you know what's interesting is I'm looking at this wind chill advisory. It doesn't kick in until 4 a.m. Friday. It seems like it should be kicking in a lot sooner. Yeah, it's actually, the transition is going to happen tonight, but the threshold for the advisory won't be reached until later on in the overnight hours. That's why the delay in that, it's a, it's a, they put it out now as a heads up, but it'll be effective once we actually reach those numbers. So we have to get the thermometer to drop far enough so that the wind and the temperature combo reach the advisory criteria. Now, I realize that you're a meteorologist and you are not a physician, but if you were in charge, should schools close tomorrow? Um, I probably wouldn't pull the trigger on it. Uh, If you're a busing district, I think it's a very manageable amount. I don't think we're reaching a threshold where... People are going to be um, reaching dangerous exposure levels if you're out for about 10 or 15 minutes waiting for a bus and if you're properly clothed. Uh, that's, a, that's my take on it. If you, are, if, you can, if you can dress properly, you'll be out in this and you'll be, uh, you'll be without harm. If you are underprepared for this and you don't wear a hat and the gloves and you're wearing sneakers and thin pants and you try to stay out in this for uh, 20, 30 minutes, you are going to feel the effects of that. So it's, it's all about how smart you are. And if you're in a district where kids are unprepared from a clothing standpoint, where you feel the majority of your kids are walking for 20 minutes, 30 minutes to get to where they have to go and they're not going to be prepared, then I think the wise thing to do is probably call it a, a cold day and, uh, and let it go. But if, you, if your district buses and your kids are generally prepared, I don't think there's any hazard. Well, Andy, I first heard about this weather system that was coming our way because I signed up for your alerts. And would you like to tell people how they can do the same? 
Yeah, absolutely. We put this out on Sunday, followed it up again on Monday and Tuesday that this was coming and just put out the exact moment of arrival today as well. All you got to do is send me a text. I'm giving out my phone number. It's my text number. Just 503 Andy. 503-2639. Just type the word weather. I'll get right back to you. And if you have any questions, text me like I'm your buddy. It's the meteorologist who's on your speed dial. 503-ANDY, 503-2639. Anytime you want to use it, it's there. You, sir, are amazing. And I thank you kindly for the information with which you have provided us. And again, many thanks for all of the time we spent trying to warn people about the blizzard of December 23rd. I'd like to think we did some good, especially you. Uh, and I appreciate that. Thanks, Andy. My pleasure, Tom. Meteorologist Andy Parker on News Radio 930 WBEN. He is just so good. I just I sit here in awe at how good Andy Parker is. It is uh, 22 minutes after 5 at News Radio 930 WBEN. So I was kind of thinking, um, oh, by the way, as Rob Ort and others told us, the uh, let me just share this with you. Uh, you can find it at WBEN.com. But uh, Governor Hochul's multi-billion dollar state budget proposal includes some details on the much-talked-about push away from natural gas. The proposed bill stays away from singling out appliances like stoves, but does call for eventually prohibiting the installation of fossil fuel space and water heating equipment, including home heating systems that use natural gas. It also bans any supply, distribution, or delivery of fossil fuel for any purpose to new buildings. Notable exceptions include restaurants and gas-powered backup generators. So uh, that is what we know. And at this point, um, again, I don't want to, um, I mean, if, if let's put it this way. Um, if you are eventually going to stop people from installing fossil fuel space and water heating equipment, including home heating systems that use natural gas, it's not that much of a step, is it, to say, yeah, no gas stoves either, uh, because this also bans any supply, distribution, or delivery of fossil fuel for any purpose to new buildings. So, uh, I, you know, I would, I'd like your thoughts on a couple of things. I feel like today we've done, hey, the energy show. A lot of talk about electric vehicles and hybrids and stuff like that. But um, I, I would like your feelings on the, uh, what the governor has proposed in her budget. Um, number one, I just outlined the specifics we know that are in her budget proposal with respect to uh, natural gas and fossil fuels. Um and I just, folks, I just, I just can't get over um, talking about eventually prohibiting the installation of natural gas home heating systems. We are just over a month removed from the blizzard of 22. We had about 50 deaths in western New York. Some of those deaths were people who froze to death in their own homes. They froze to death because their electricity went down, and apparently they had no alternative source of heat. I've talked to a lot of people who have 
a strong belief that natural gas, heating up water on a stove, huddling around uh, a blanket like a tent to stay warm, that that saved their lives. And they're not going, as I understand this proposal, New York State is not going to have the uh, home heating police. They're not going to be knocking at your door and ripping out your natural gas furnace. But after a certain date, and I don't know what that date is going to be, she'd earlier told us that uh, 2030 was a very firm date. I'm not seeing that in this article at WBEN.com. But if your furnace dies on you after whatever date, they're not going to let you put in a natural gas home heating system. Um, I I feel bad for you. I really do because the uh, electrical heat situation seems to leave a lot desired. Oh, to be desired, including, by the way, a ridiculous cost. So I'd like your thoughts on that in the uh, final portion of this program. And another thing on which I'd like your thoughts, you heard Andy Parker with the weather. Do you believe that your kid's school should be closed tomorrow because of the cold? Should your kid's school be closed tomorrow because of the cold? And it is going to be bitterly cold out. Does it really matter if it's minus 15 or minus 20? I could never tell the difference, frankly. Now, I'm of two minds on this, but you'll have to wait to hear both of my minds um, until after the news on News Radio 930 WBEN. If you want to stack up calls, um, that's going to be awesome. And if you don't, you get to listen to me drone after the news at 5:30. And I don't think either of us want that. 27 minutes after five at News Radio 930 WBEN. You like the whisper for dramatic purpose? I do. It's Bowerly. Hey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Yeah, welcome. It is uh, Power Lane News Radio 930 WBEN, and uh, the Arctic Blast uh, should be hitting you guys in uh, by the Lake Ontario shore right about now. Hope you're uh, enjoying it. Anyway, uh, welcome to the show. A couple of things. Uh, I talked uh, before the news break about the proposals against natural gas in Kathy Hochul's budget. Remember when I said there's going to come a time when we're going to yearn for the days of Andrew Cuomo, the good old days? <laughs> Tommy nails it again. But anyway, I digress. Uh, the other thing is, should your kid's school be closed tomorrow? Minus 15 wind chill, apparently minus 20, minus 25. That's where the superintendents start to really take notice. Buffalo is closed uh, tomorrow. But the, uh, uh, you know, two different thoughts on this. Number one. The way we used to do it in Kenmore, Tanatanawanda, we never closed. Like I'm pretty sure an, a nuclear strike would not have caused the superintendent to close the Kenton schools back in the 60s and, and 1970s. Like our district was the one that was open when everybody else was off. So part of me says, "Come on, kids, go to school. It'll be it'll it'll build character." But on the other hand, part of me says. It is awfully cold, but there are people who believe we are feminizing and, uh, uh, well, there's another word, but uh, feminizing uh, the American child. We're taking the testosterone right out of our males, um, and they ought to be walking to school when it's minus 15. Uh, Should your kid's school be closed tomorrow? You know, in the 80s doing this topic, nobody thought schools ought to be closed. The last time I did this topic, most people felt schools should be closed because of the cold. So there's been a seismic shift uh, in parental opinions. I can tell you that firsthand. Let's go to Dan in uh, Tonawanda on WBEN. Dan, you are on the air. Welcome. Dan? How you doing, Tom? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, listen, the kids today, they don't even shovel. I can remember making a big bank, you know, back in the day when I was a kid shoveling driveways, you know, for five, ten bucks. There ain't not one kid that goes around shoveling today. Not one. My kid used to years ago, but he's older now. He's a welder. But I'll tell you what, you don't see any of them doing that. And and God forbid somebody walked to school today. It's either the parents are driving them, and I'm guilty of that too, or the buses are taking them. And we used to walk. I remember walking home. Either we paid a quarter to get there with the metro, we walked there or back. You know, that's how it worked back then, you know. It wasn't the 50 cents by the time it was I left school. But, you know, it, anyway, it's it, – uh, Dan, I have to interrupt because it's funny that you mentioned people, you know, young people not going door to door saying, hey, you want your driveway shoveled? You want your driveway shoveled? Because I did the same thing. And I've lived at my place for over 20 years. I've never had a child knock on my door saying, "Would you? do you need your driveway shoveled? How much will you pay us? But I've got a wonderful neighbor who uh, is well taken care of for what he does for me. But um, I used to look at snow as white gold when I was a teenager. Oh, well, I have seven brothers and one sister. I'm going to tell you something. We were fighting with the neighbors' kids to see who can get the house first. You know <laughs> what I mean? Because uh, 
you know, it, it was different back then. We made a lot of money doing it. I'm telling you, we go street to street. And now I haven't, I've never had one kid come to me and said, hey, I'd like to shovel your driveway for, you know, I would imagine it would be more expensive today than what we were getting. But still, I, I'd be willing to pay somebody to do it sometimes. You know, but oh, you you better believe it. I mean, I I agree with you wholeheartedly. But you know, they they can't even find maybe not young teenagers, of course. But I mean, a lot of these restaurants can't find people to work for twenty dollars an hour inside making tacos. So it's yeah, it, it's it's, and I do not understand. And I, I say this at least once a week: nobody wants to work, but everybody has money. It's like the line the bar, the um, bodyguard uses in Road to Perdition. Nobody's got any money, but every night they're in here spending it like crazy. So anyway, sir, what is, uh, what's on your mind? What provoked the call? Well, what, what I'm going to get at is with the, this, uh, you know, the gas situation. I have a high-efficiency furnace that I put in a couple of years ago. I have a three-story, more than 3,000-square-foot house. I got a huge house, and it was my parents' house. I bought it off my mother. Well, anyway, uh, you know, there's a lot of houses around me in the city of Tonawana that are big, old. Well, my house, uh, it, it heats the whole thing. If I was to convert over to Mitchell BC systems, which I'd have to do because you couldn't go in between the walls unless you tore your whole house apart, mm. I'd need three systems downstairs. I'd need four on the second floor because they're all separate bedrooms. And then i need one up in the attic. It's a bedroom up there, a huge room like a... Uh, uh, nice party room, I guess you'd call it. But anyway, uh, you know, it would cost me a fortune to do that. Those systems are like 3500 a piece. I would think, installed, probably more. I'm just giving you a, a guesstimate. Uh, that's probably what it costs you to buy the thing. But how would these people that are, most of them are on heap, how would they afford to buy all these systems to put in? If, if say, their system, their gas furnace broke and went down, what would they do? They'd have to put these systems how will they afford it who's going to pay for it they can't do it most of these people in Tonawanda are elderly they could never afford to put all these Mitsubishi systems in or whatever else they would use well let's we let's have- let's let's use some common sense what do people do when they can no longer afford to live someplace they move they're I mean, they you, you, the house. you 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 got to sell the house and you got to move but who's going to buy the house to be able to put all that in there? The money it would cost to do that would, would cost you an arm and a leg. That's the problem. They well, that's all going to be figured. That's all going to be figured in into the final uh, cost of the sale. And you know, Tom, I'm old enough to remember when uh, you know the metro bus systems were starting to get the natural gas uh, buses, and they were going around saying how clean it is, and this is great, and they painted them all green, and and told you how great it is for the environment. Whatever happened to that? Because I do believe natural gas is one of the cleanest burning fuels that we have. And then people think that there's zero emissions on, on a car that's uh, ran by electricity. We have to think every single bit of that car is made out of petroleum. And when you're plugging it in, it's coming from a coal-powered or natural gas-fired uh, um or maybe, I mean, we don't get the power plant over here, so that goes right to New York City. So it's either probably natural gas that we're getting for the electricity to power that that beautiful little car that you got that you love that you can afford that most people can't afford. Dude, you are uh, you're speaking my language because I honestly don't know. Um, the only thing I can think of is government assistance, which means people pay more. Uh, we would pay more in taxes to help people who cannot afford to upgrade their own home heating system, even if we can barely afford to upgrade our home heating system. 
It's, yeah. it's basically the- going to be a, a form of socialism. And the argument will be made, well, we can't let old people freeze to death in their homes in the city of Tonawanda. Now, can we? And the government will come in and say, no, we certainly can't. So we're going to give them the money to do it. Well, they're going to have to get the money from somewhere, and that's going to be from the rest of the public. And then they wonder why people move in droves out of New York State to places like Florida, the Carolinas, Tennessee, Kentucky, et cetera. And one of the things you mentioned is why ain't people working? Well, the reason why is because they're getting paid more sitting home. That's a fact. You know, everything is paid for today. I, I rented many multiple apartments, and I, the Section 8 people are great because it goes right into your account right away. You don't have to worry about a bing. And, and, they, and they give them, they give them, they pay for their heat, they pay for their air conditioning, they pay for the air conditioner, they pay for a furnace if you're, say, me, wanted a new furnace in there and they wanted their bills to, uh, to you know, have a new furnace or high efficiency. They'll actually give them money to put a new furnace in my place. So they can uh, they have a better, you know, not use as much gas. So the crazy times we live in, I, I can't tell you, New York State's terrible, but I think all states are following suit other than maybe Florida and Texas. But who'd want to live in Texas with all people coming across the border? I wouldn't. Well, uh, that, that really depends on how much, uh, how much Governor Abbott can do. Uh, and, you know, who knows if there's going to be a change in administrations. But, uh, frankly, I kind of doubt that because the Republicans can't seem to get their act together. Um, what else is new? But uh, I, I think, Tom, we're witnessing the fall of America. I hate to say that, but I think we're witnessing it. We're living it. I never thought I'd see this or witness this craziness that we're witnessing today. I, I, do, I do not disagree with you. Um, I, I, I feel very bad for future generations because I do believe this country is circling the drain. And it is, you know, when, when you when you consider the people we have in Albany and these asinine proposals that they come up with just a month after a bunch of people freeze to death in their homes, when you're being run by lunatics, you're going to get lunatic policies. Um, when you just open the door of the country to anybody who wants to come in, you have no border. And, of course, it's being done on purpose. It's being done so one political party can say, look what we did for you. And they think that, uh, and they'll probably succeed in this, in in making sure that uh, those people vote for uh, the political party they see as having let them in to the United States. It's just crazy. And meanwhile, the same people, get this, the same people who are coming into this country are coming into this country because they don't want to live under socialism, and yet they're going to vote for people in the United States who promote socialism. So it, it really, you know what, it's it's crazy any way you look at it. It's absolutely nuts. I couldn't agree more. And the FBI helping the other party out to uh, get their person elected it just kills me this well, country we're in trouble yeah well look I, mean, I wish you know what dan i wish with everything that is in me that i could come to a different conclusion than you but i can't come to a different conclusion i take the facts and i analyze them and you probably don't like the analysis any more than you like my analysis that the bengals were going to defeat the bills handily in the playoff game i didn't like making that prediction but i just took the available data used my brain and figured it out. As it as it turned out, the loss was actually worse than I said it was going to be in terms of the point differential. But I look at what's happening in this country today um, with the obviously with the the energy situation in New York State, the nationwide push for EVs, uh, a failure to understand that the electrical grid is not up to being taxed anymore than it already is, 
and it makes and of course the border situation uh catch and release with criminals in new york state bail reform people committing all sorts of heinous crimes in new york city and buffalo and albany and syracuse and they are brought in and they're booked and they're released it is absolutely insane i honestly I, I, I don't know how anybody can look at what's happening in this country and believe that this country is on the right track, not to mention the supply chain issues. Did you ever think there'd come a time where you'd go to the drugstore and they'd say, yeah, your medication that you need, it isn't in supply chain issues. Did you ever think you'd see a day when eggs would be as expensive as they are? Uh, I know it's crazy. And the thing is, I think it's all done on purpose, too. I think it's a one world government globalist they want to bring us all down to one level jfk's party's long gone the democrats are just trying to bring us down to equal to the to the other countries because they don't think we should be superior to any country we should all be equal in their mind well it's called it's called the great reset and you can look up the world economic forum and i do believe that they are behind um a lot of what you see happening in america today they're not you, you are correct sir they want one world government that's what they want i happen to believe that's one of the reasons that they really hate Putin is because he's a very strong Russian nationalist, if nothing else. I couldn't agree more. And let's watch out for China because they're knocking on Taiwan's doorstep. And when that happens, we're in a lot of trouble. We're in trouble now with this war in Ukraine. But, man, I'll tell you what, if, if Taiwan gets taken over by China, oh, we're, we're in a big trouble. Well, uh, look, China, I mean, China it, it's, uh, we have a, a big-shot general who said, uh, we need to start preparing for a war with China by 2025. What, over Taiwan? You want to send American boys and girls over to Taiwan to die? No, I don't, but they will. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I, I, it's crazy. Crazy. They love war. They love war. The no, it's good for it's, it's good for it's good for business, man. It's good for business. Uh, thanks. Yep. Thanks very much. All right. Uh, very interesting call from Dan. And uh, look, I think that is that is a concern because in this budget proposal by Governor Hochul, um, you're going to come to a point when your natural gas furnace dies and you think you're going to replace it with another energy efficient, clean burning natural gas furnace. But you are not going to be able to do that. And frankly, I think that sucks because the other ways of heating your home, as Dan and Tanawanda just said, are a lot more expensive than having a natural gas furnace installed in your home. And I, I, I for the life of me, as I look at the situation right now, I can't help but thinking that what's going to happen is a form of socialism. We will be taxed even more money in order to pay for the heating systems of the less fortunate. So they'll have to raise taxes, maybe fees, throughway tolls. They'll have to get that money from somewhere in order to subsidize people who cannot afford the massively expensive alternative ways of heating your home. Uh, you install a natural gas furnace from my friends at John Locke, air conditioning and heating. You install a natural gas furnace and it is very affordable. It's extremely affordable, okay? And they're more efficient than they've ever been. You start talking about heating your home with electric, you're talking about an expense that is far in excess of what you would pay for a natural gas furnace. 
And not only that, if your entire house is able to handle a certain amount of electrical appliances, you're going to have to call an electrical contractor like my buddy Tony. See, that kind of leaves it wide open in Buffalo because every electrical contractor is named Tony. But you <laughs> but you are going to have to call an electrical contractor or an electrician. They're going to have to come out. They're going to have to do some very expensive things to your home so that your home can accommodate all of the new demands that are going to be made on it. Oh, yeah, let's not forget the other demand that will eventually be placed on it of needing a charging station for your home. Because I'm pretty sure, and I don't know when this is going to be, but I'm pretty sure there's going to come a time where they're going to close down gas stations and they're going to close down, they're going to shut down all um, uh, internal combustion gasoline vehicles. You might be able to see one on display at a museum, but they'll probably execute you on site if they see you driving around in one. Yes, that is hyperbole. I don't believe they will execute people on site. That's just uh, vast exaggeration. But uh, sometimes vast exaggerations lately seem to be uh, exactly where things are going. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.